I'm Matthew Howland. And I'm Whitney Wilde. And this is Cultured. An entertainment podcast. (laughs) Isn't it good? Listen. I love white wine. I love white wine. I love a sweet white wine, so it's a Riesling. I... I also really love, like, a really good red. I know you're not a huge fan, but I like, I like it. I can do, like, medium dry Mm -hmm. red. I can't do, like, dry. (laughs) Dry (laughs) white. Dry. Dry. Like, it it makes my teeth squeaky. You know what I mean? Like, after you drink dry red wine, you, like, rub your teeth together, and it's like, so true. I know. It's oh, the worst. Oh my god. Whoa. I've never like had anyone like put that into words before, but like I've definitely experienced that. I know. After you're like, well, you're like, this is really dry, but then you like rub it or you like, like you grind your teeth together. And it's like, and you're like, ah! <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit like, a few weeks ago. I actually think we talked about it when we first started, like, planning episodes, like... We gotta do Ghibli We gotta do Ghibli in some way. But we can't just, like, try to cram all of these masterpieces into one episode. There's too many to talk about. There's too many. Plus, I haven't even seen them all, so... (laughs) And then we didn't feel like we wanted to, like, dedicate whole episodes to 30 films. Yeah. And so we compromised... You're getting a bonus. Yeah, we're going to do... It's your Christmas bonus. Um, Ghibli bonus episodes. Yes. For our faves. And I th- I think we even talked about doing ones that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, so we can watch them. Mm-hmm. Like Whisper of the Heart. I haven't and seen that. Poco I haven't Rosso. seen Grave of Fireflies. You haven't? Mm-mm. Um, be prepared to weep. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that uh, this girl was like, I wanted to watch some Ghibli movies. And I only have Hulu, so I went searching. <laughs> Grave of Fireflies came I know up. It's on there. She was like, I was trying to search like How's Moving Castle or Spirited Away, and I was like, Oh, okay, I'll watch this one. And then it cuts through. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, I wish someone had more do. It's so sad. It is heart wrenching. So be warned. I just loved that. Yeah. Good grief. Bonus episode. Yeah. Excited. Me too. I love Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. We're starting with a fave. Personal fave. I think it's the, at least the people I've talked to, like, oh, have you seen any of the Ghibli films? They're like, I've seen Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, it's one of the more popular ones, that and Spirited Away, mm-hmm. which... I, Howl's Moving Castle was the third Ghibli I saw. The first was Princess Mononoke, then Spirited Away, and then I saw Howl's Moving okay, Castle, and then I so on and so forth. Ponyo. Okay. Like first. That makes sense. No, that's a lie because my brother he went on a mission to Japan and he brought back my neighbor Totoro. Josh. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And so first I saw it when I was like pretty young was my neighbor Totoro, Mm -hmm. and then I saw Ponyo through art class, and I was like elementary school aged, and then um. Yeah, I kind of I saw Princess Mononoke, obviously Spirited Away, How's Moving Castle is my very favorite. Yeah. Spirited Away is Because I'm basic like that. No, Howl's Moving Castle is probably one of the best Ghibli films that's that they have out. Yeah. I think so. 
Like, it's definitely, like, top five of the ones people talk about. Because I feel like, even though it's fucking weird, I remember I showed, that was the first one I showed Austin, and the movie ended, and he was like, okay, first, weird as shit. And I was like, yeah. But I feel like people are like, oh, Christian Bale is in this. Like, uh-huh. he plays Howl. Like, uh-huh. Billy Crystal's the voice of Calcifer. Baby Josh Hutchison. Yeah. Baby, yes, baby Josh <laughs> Like, I feel like it's very, people just are relatable to it. Because, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, that's not even the weirdest. I mean, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke. Weird. Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. Fucking weird, okay? Well, (laughs) I mean, I was just this weird little kid that fucking loved anime. Like, I was such a fucking nerd. Me too, but I hit it. Uh, All my friends in high school were like, that shit's so weird. And I was like, "Well, but it's not. Have you ever seen Sailor Moon? Yeah, no. I, like, was watching Naruto, Death mm-hmm. Note, like, Fairy Tale. Oh, fuck. I was just a fucking nerd. Yeah, the first manga I ever read was uh, Fruits Basket. Really? And Love you're it. watching it right I'm now, I'm watching right? it. I, I never finished the manga, so I'm watching the 2019 version, not the 2001, because the third season's coming out on Crunchyroll, like, in March, I think. It's so good. I love it so, it's so cheesy, and the whole time I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? But it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read in a manga called Blood Plus. I can't, did you read that? No. It's one of my listen, favorite listen, mangas I've ever read. I remember, and I can't find it anywhere. No, but listen, I remember when I was like, oh. oh it's so good. I don't even know how old I was, but do you remember Toonami? Oh, uh, it was like the adult cartoon yes. network and yes. they had like Inuyasha on it. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved Inuyasha. But I remember that's we how were I watching watched, like That's how I watched Sailor Moon. Yeah. Was Toonami. Yeah. And I remember I was up with my brother one night watching this watching Toonami and Blood Plus came on and I, I can't was like, find it anywhere. What the fuck I is this? I can't find the anime it's and amazing. I can't find the manga. The so manga good. was fantastic. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Love anime. Love anime. Love Ghibli. Um, so House Movie Castle. Beautiful animation. It's so beautiful. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it because there's going to be spoilers. Download HBO Max and it's watch right it. Yeah. All the Ghibli films are on HBO Max. Um, when was the first time you watched House Movie Castle? I think I watched it with you. The first time? I think so. Because uh, I was like, oh, I haven't seen it. Mems. And you were like, let's watch it. So I mems. think I watched was, it. This was at my mom's thing. house back when yeah. I was at my mom's house. Back when, mom, if you're listening, we would. <laughs> we're going to expose ourselves Don't right now. now. We are. Back, this is back when Beck, we were don't both, be disappointed. We were both 21, and we would, like, sneak vodka into my house, like, through a backpack. We'd, like, go to the store, and we'd, like, get little glasses. And Except we'd, for the like, one time I passed you that big thing of champagne through your window. Yeah, because we couldn't find it when we get it into the it house. It was a big bottle of Coke. It was like, big mega jumbo, <laughs> super mega. supreme yeah. bottle. Yeah. And we would, like, get, like, Sprite or, like, Orange Fanta, and we would, oh, like, mix days. it into, like coffee mugs and we would mix it with my little elder wand yeah oh Ugh. god so we yeah i remember that mm-hmm. sorry mom and then like sorry back i'm sorry it's fine i still respect the shit out of you as i swear <laughs> <laughs> oh god um first time was high school for me i think okay yeah um if you haven't seen it it's about the basic premise of this is that there's two kingdoms, and one of the kingdoms, their prince has gone missing, 
And so they have basically started this war thinking that, like, oh, like, the prince has been taking, like, a prisoner of war, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kingdom where, like, the story takes place, um, they, the king has basically, like, started recruiting, like, witches and wizards to, like, help fight in the war to, uh, win, obviously. And there's this, I guess I would call her, like, a sorceress named Madame Solomon, who has, like, trained a lot of, like, witches and wizards, and she is, like, helping in, like, the recruiting process and all of this shit, and basically one of her, like, tutor, like, tutelages was Howl, mm-hmm. who, um, through mysterious circumstances, which are, like, later revealed in the story, is, like, a very, very, very powerful wizard, um, and he's basically, like, hiding from Madame Solomon because... On the one hand, they want these people to, like, fight for them and basically just, like, follow their every, like... Yeah, they want to control them. Yeah, they want to control them. Like, all these wizards But then there's, like, there's people like the Witch of the Waste, who was just this witch who um, discovered how powerful she was, and they banished her to the Waste because Mm -hmm. of how powerful she was, and then eventually stripped her of her powers. Yep. And so he's basically hiding because he doesn't want to be like, controlled by people. But he's, like, playing all the fields. Yeah. Like, he keeps saying that he'll go show up and meet with, like, all these kingdoms to, like, fight with them. And he's yeah. like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. But then he, like, secretly goes off and, like, fights against wizards that he knew. Mm-hmm. Like, in opposition to, like, basically everybody. Yeah. So he's kind of, like, a rebel in that sense. Yeah. So even like... though he's kind of a little bit of a coward. Because he even admits himself, he's like, I need to stop hiding and I just need to not be cowardly anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like the overall the, the premise. And Howl is known by like many names, like mm-hmm. Pendragon, all of this stuff. And he's kind of this like it's like um he's kind of like a folk tale. Mm-hmm. He's this very powerful wizard that like steals the hearts of young women. And, and he lives in a moving castle. Exactly. Like it literally moves. Like yeah. it has legs and it walks because it's powered by magic. Yeah. So that's why, yeah. But, and it's because, like, he, I feel like the rumor of, oh, he comes down from, like, the mountains and eats girls' hearts is because, like, I feel like people rarely see him. Like, he's always, like, far away, hidden, and then you kind of, like, see his castle, like, through the clouds, like, Mm -hmm. the the fog and stuff. And then, yeah, he's just rumored to be, like, this Lothario who, like, comes down and woos women and then, like, devours their hearts. (laughs) Which may or may not be true in the novel that the movie is based off of. I have no idea because I haven't read the novel. But but I I heard that it was true. I want to read it. Yeah, me too. Which kind of makes sense, though, if you think about it. Because he doesn't have one. um, So that's kind of the background of, like, Mm -hmm. where this world that we land in is at. Enter Sophie. Sophie's the the female lead. I feel like she's like the main character. Mm-hmm. She's just this average little lady. Very ordinary. Working in her family's hat shop, and ordinary. she yeah, quote unquote ordinary. Yeah, she thinks she, she's yeah. these beautiful sisters. Her mom is they're blonde. Always they're getting stunning, married. Getting yeah, married. and yeah. she's very soft spoken and really reserved. And she just kind of works in this hat shop and just like adds all the, like, designs hats and adds the cute little flourishes to it. And she's, she's, like, the dependable family member that everyone's like, oh, Sophie will just do it. And so I feel like she gets pushed into the background a lot. One In the opening couple scenes of the show, she meets Howell in, like, an alleyway because she kind of starts getting accosted by some soldiers. Heavily implied that they're going to, like, assault her. Yeah. 
and he just like appears out of thin air and he's all like thank you for waiting for me and he's got I've this like looking, i've been looking everywhere for you yeah and he's got this and when you know the reason behind that line oh my god anyway and he's got this like dazzling like checkered pink coat on and he's so blonde. flamboyant he's blonde at this point Later, he has a different hair, co- hair color, which we have to talk about because I know what my preference is. And he kind of, like, whisks her away, and then he's like, we're being followed, and then these, like, goo monsters come out, and they're following them. So Because they want Howl. Because yeah. the king is trying to, the king and Madden Solomon are, like, trying to recruit him because they want and him And even the, the Witch of the Waste is looking for him. Yes, because the Witch She's of the Waste. She's in love with him. They dated. Yes. And he mm-hmm. realized that she was, like... He even says, she was like, I thought she was beautiful, but then I realized that she was really an ugly person. And then after their little encounter, she, like, has a meetup with her sister and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I met up with Howl. And that's how we learn that there's a rumor about him eating hearts. Because her sister's like, Sophie, he could have eaten your heart. And she's like, no, not me. I'm plain. And she was like, oh, don't say that. But you're like. only preys on pretty girls. Yeah. So we obviously know that just by that, she thinks of herself as just very plain. Like she doesn't think of herself very pretty. I mean, she, she is, she's just, she's got like this beautiful long brown hair and she's just, she's like a quiet beauty, mm-hmm. beautiful person. Like, mm-hmm. she's just, yeah. She goes home, and she runs into the Witch of the Waste, and then the Witch of the Waste curses Sophie, and she turns into an old lady. Like, talking old. <laughs> like, hunched over, old fucking lady. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, after that, it turns into this quest for Sophie to figure out how to break this spell, this curse that has been placed on her. And so she goes out seeking the moving castle. She finds it, and she starts working for for Howl as her as his like cleaning lady. I'm Sophie. I'm your new cleaning lady. I'm your new cleaning lady. <laughs> and in the castle, we meet Markle, which is like this little boy who's like Howl's weird apprentice. apprentice. Listen, <laughs> where are his parents? I don't know. I think about this. Did he all get abducted? <laughs> He's stealing hearts and little boys, you Master guys. Master Howl just tells me what to... Oh, no. <laughs> we are concerned for Markle. I mean, he's happy to be where he is. Because uh, he might just he's be... He's a little bit neglected. It's fine. <laughs> Look, I work for CPS. That shit is environmental neglect. I mean, she cleaned the fuck out of it, and it Whoa. was nasty. As, like, a 1,000-year-old woman, too. And she was, like, back into this shit. Like... <laughs> Elbow grease was pouring out of this old chumpy lady, okay? Oh, my God. Anyway, Markle's, I think he's just his little apprentice. Yeah. So his parents must be somewhere, I'm hoping. Maybe he's an orphan. Maybe. He's just this cute little redheaded. Someone who's read the book. Are there answers? Yeah, please tell us. Tell us. Because we want to know. And then the other person that lives in the castle is Calcifer, and he's a fire demon. And he's the one that runs the castle. Yes. So all of his energy, whatever, is the one that, like, supplies the water and makes the castle move, and Calcifer is a cheeky little thing. He literally is just a flame with a mouth and two eyes. That's kind of our yeah. exposition. Yeah. So good. Um, Mysteries unfold. Yeah. Chaos ensues. Yeah. And there's even a little bit of love. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, I, there's so, like, I think one of the biggest themes for me in the movie is beauty, worth, and, like, self-love and, like, like self-worth. You know what I mean? Um, because, like, I remember... Yeah, like, what are you worth? Yeah. I remember at the very beginning, 
Sophie's talking to her sister, Letty, and she's like, well, I'm just going to run the hat shop because no one else will. Mm -hmm. Like, dad, it's dad left it to us. Like, whatever. I'm not looking for anything. I'm not very beautiful. And her sister has, like, another job elsewhere. Her sister does not work at the hat shop. And her mom is literally, like, the flakiest piece of poop ever. Yeah. So it really is all up to her. Yeah. And Letty's just like, it's your life, Sophie. Like, what are you going to do with it? Like, you're just going to sit here and, like, run this hat shop that you inherited, and Mm -hmm. it's like, you feel obligated to do so, or are you going to, like, do something? That you want to do. And I feel like Sophie just kind of feels like she has to, because, like, no one else around her is going to fucking do a thing. Yeah. And um, then when she gets, like, cursed, and the the interesting thing apart, apart about that to me was that the Witch of the Wastes' purpose in doing that was to make her, like, ugly. ugly. But she already saw herself as ugly mm-hmm. and not confident and not beautiful. Well, I think it's even it's it's even crazier because, um, as to, uh, the whole curse thing, she's old, and as, as the movie progresses, like, the curse seems to, like, lessen and lessen. Like, you see her, it like... goes back and forth. Yeah, like, she, like, sometimes she's, like, super young, and then other times she's old, but then there are other parts where she's, like, anti-aging. Like, she's getting younger, mm-hmm. like a Benjamin Button type of shit. Mm-hmm. But then there are moments where she, like, really, like, speaks out and stands up for herself, and she, you see her, like, go back to her natural age, and it's usually when she's, like, being super, like, protective over, like, how, or blah, 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 and I find that very interesting. Standing up or, for like, herself. Or, like, when she's sleeping in that one scene, and how like, looks in on her, and she's not old. Yeah. Like, she's completely mm-hmm. fine. I find those parts interesting. And I, I love those parts. I haven't really wrapped my head around, like, what that could mean. I think it just is, the curse was because she was made old, but she, and she was supposed to be old, raggedy, not self-confident, like... Just all of this stuff, the way I see it is it's her breaking the curse. Yeah. By becoming more self-confident, being willing to stand up for herself, give herself self-love. Right. And those moments that you're talking about where she's, like, standing up for Hal, standing up for herself, speaking her truth, her true identity is shining through and breaking that curse. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Yeah. I always found that interesting. Yeah. And then by as time goes on, by the end of the movie, she does break the curse and she's she's back to her normal... And she's not the only one on a curse. Oh, yeah, we find out. Under a curse. We find out that Hal was cursed. And the book actually gives, like, way more explanation to it than the movie does. Mm -hmm. And so I read that in the book, him catching a falling star, he catches a falling star. star And put it in your pocket, never let it fade away. Oh, my God, that just reminds me of Princess Diaries. Love it. Um, and basically the star is dying and Mm -hmm. he makes a deal with With the star. Like, oh, I'll give give you you my my heart heart. and you will live and you will give me powers. Mm -hmm. And that's why. And we thrive together. Yeah. And that's why in the movie you find out that if Calcifer dies, then so does Howl. And if Howl dies, so does Calcifer because one part of Howl's curse and like, I guess what I would consider one of the more, like, main points of conflict in the story is, like, as you said earlier, he kind of is just staging his own rebellion of the war, right? Yeah. Because um, he goes off and he fights. He, and like, he, like, turns, turns into, into, this... into, into, like, this bird. And, but then Calcifer, like, 
every time he comes back, he's like, you're just, you're making this worse. Because every time, the longer you leave and you're this bird, you're, like, turning into that. Yeah. And Hal makes a comment about how, like, all these wizards, because they've been fighting this war for people for so long, they're not even, like, wizards anymore. They're just, like, creatures. Yeah. And he's, and Calcifer's like, well, you're going down the same road. Like, even though it doesn't matter, like, what side you're fighting for, like, because you are using your magic to fight in this war, I feel like it's it's turning you into something that is not who you are. It's not human. Yeah. And so he, ba- I mean, basically what happens is he goes past that point of no return. Mm-hmm. Like where he... And he gets his leg like blasted off. There's a part where he just has like one fucking leg and he's just this giant bird man. And he just has like this blank stare. And Sophie's like, it's okay. Like we're going to fix it. We're going to fix you. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, Yeah. And then she ends up being, like, the savior of the whole show. Like, yeah, yeah it's it's pretty crazy. It's the favorite. last, like, 30 minutes of that movie are just, like, a whirlwind of events. And beautiful. It is very beautiful. Because... When she goes into that meadow yeah. and she sees Howl and the stars are falling. Yeah, because she... That's, like, one of my favorite that's parts. That's my favorite part, too. Because, basically, the, how, the house falls apart. Howl's gone past this point of no return. And she's like, where do I go? But before, Howl had given this ring... To guide her home. Mm-hmm. And so the ring starts pointing towards this door. And the door is how how would, like, transport himself between, like, kingdoms mm-hmm. to um, serve, like, his customers and all of that. And like, she goes... Fast. Yeah. And she goes through the door and she, like, Isn't steps Isn't it the into, black one? Yeah. She steps into his childhood. Mm-hmm. And she sees him... Give his heart away. To the falling star. She... He swallows the falling star, and it turns into Calcifer. And she's like, I know how to help you now, as she's, like, falling back through time, because the ring is all disintegrating, mm-hmm. and she's like, find me in the future! And he's, like, looking down on her, and then you can see him holding Calcifer, and they're both looking at her, and she's like, how? Like, find me! Like, I know how to save you! And then that's when he says, I've been looking for you. And you're like, oh, fuck. That's oh, my favorite part. Fuck. I yeah. just love it, because... It's beautiful. That scene is beautiful. Well, the fact that through all those years, he just was remembering this, like... Looking for her. Yeah. To being like, oh, she can help me? Because I feel like after a time, he was probably like, I don't think I made a very good decision, Mm -hmm. giving my heart away. Mm -hmm. I mean, it did give me a lot of power, but now I'm, you know, this person that maybe I don't like so much, or I'm turning into this person that I don't like. Like at the cost of like... Of what? Power. Yeah magic being a powerful wizard Mm -hmm. and like his i feel like their storylines are very similar but also very different because his was like losing himself to power and hers was just like not knowing who she was yeah and they both in the end he decides i think howell that it's it's the more noble thing and he because he's he is a coward and he says that at the beginning to lose himself to his magic because he made this deal and there's a cost to it for the greater good um, versus just, like, hiding Mm -hmm. the whole time. And she really comes and learns how to, like, stand up for herself and stand up for the people that she loves and they just, like, kind of go through their own separate journeys and meet right in the middle Middle. of, like... Those, that theme of, like, self-acceptance well, and, it's crazy like, love. that they found each other, like, at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, shit like that always trips me out where it's, like, find me in the future, and then they just happen to, like, find each other, like, right at the right time. Yeah. Like, obviously he was looking for her before, 
but he found her like right at the apex of things uh-huh. where change was the most necessary thing that was supposed to happen for the next like following events blah 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 for both of them which is just shit like that trips me out like yeah. when time travel's involved it's like <laughs> how does this work out how is it time travel like yes because she like she stepped into his past yeah. and then she like fell through a portal like it was like that whole i feel like he was like somehow keeping that whole part of himself like on loop because that was like the most pivotal part in his life that changed everything mm-hmm. and so for her to like step in there I think she even he even gave her the clue because he took her to that meadow and he was like this is where I come sometimes blah 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 and then she went back there in the past and saw that and then she fell through time back into the present mm-hmm. I don't know it just fucking tripped me out anyway the movie's fantastic What's your favorite part? Um, my favorite part, I think I like the ending the best, to be honest, when she, <laughs> also, the part when she, like, puts Howl's heart back in, and he's like, Sophie, like, you saved me, and your hair, it's, like, starlight, because she has to c- cut off, well, she has to let Calcifer eat, like, most of her hair, as, like, a power source, mm-hmm. which is also a weird thing. Like, he was like, your eyes would be better. And it's <laughs> just like, like, you, you creep. <laughs> yeah, like, you fucking creep. And so she gives him, like, all of her braids so he can power the, um... The castle. The castle so they can move. they destroyed it. Yeah, because they got, like, bombed or Because they got bombed, and so they had to destroy all the portals in the door. So she had to remove him from the castle. Mm-hmm. And it destroyed Fell the apart, castle's power source. Went back in. Yep. She gives him his hair. He gets, a, like, a power boost. And he, like, forms it into, like, this, like... Little domey thing. Makeshift thing that's just, like, walking on, like, itty-bitty legs. Anyway, it's the very end. She puts Hal's heart back in, and they turn the prince back into the prince, who is Turniped. Oh, who's we the totally little... forgot about Turniped. Yeah. He's so, a scarecrow they find at the very beginning. He's yeah. the missing prince. He has a turnip for a head. Yeah. He's the missing prince who was got turned into a scarecrow with a turnip head by... Madam Solomon, because she's the one that has been orchestrating everything. She's yeah. the one that's been controlling the king. To, like, just get, basically get all the witches power. and wizards. Yeah. yeah, just to do her bidding so that, you know, because she's been this tutor of all these wizards, and now she's like, I just want to control everything. It's just, yeah. it's just a power struggle. And he's like, thank you for turning me back. And then he makes this comment about, which I think they might elaborate in the book, but he goes... My soulmate. I can only I can only be turned back into a human by my soulmate's kiss. And Sophie, and Sophie kissed, kissed him. him, and he turned back into the prince. And then the witch of the waste is all like, "Looks like your soulmate's in love with somebody else." <laughs> and she's of course she's in love with Howl. And then the prince is like, "I'm going back to my kingdom, and maybe one day when I come back, you'll be in love with like you won't be in love with Howl anymore or yeah. something." Like makes this offhand comment, and I'm just like, "What?" Yeah. My favorite part of that, though, is that he has his little pole, and he, like... He jumps glides. on it, Yeah, he, like, he, like pops like, up the rocks. Pops. Yeah. Like, no, the sky. No, he it's the even... rocks. No. Yes. At the very end, when yeah. she's looking at him through the little glass ball, he just, like, hops off into the sky. It looks like it's... He's, like, <laughs> okay. jumping on the, the rocks, because the rocks are huge, <laughs> and he's, like, almost pogo-sticking on this fucking, just... Stick. Like fucking Mary Poppins. Yeah. I was like, what I the love heck? the end though, and they have the new updated castle, and it, it's flying now. And, and there's Marco's like, this like running garden, around in this garden, and, and ugh. And Sophie's wearing this like yellow dress, and he's wearing this like red shirt. Yes, and like these high waisted like, pants. Basically, on like the pl- like what would be a like you walk the plank of a ship, but it's like 
on this flying castle and there's like a railing around it and they're just and she like turns and they like kiss each other and it's just like ugh, it's so good yeah i love like i think one of my favorite parts is when she said he sends sophie to go see madame solomon as an old lady and be like mm-hmm. say you're how's mother and that he's too cowardly to like come and all of yeah, this like stuff. speak on my behalf yeah. and she goes but he's not a coward because he love her and he goes in disguise mm-hmm. and basically madame solomon like figures it all out and she tries to like get ready to strip him of his powers and he like calls the power of like calcifer and like all of the shooting stars are around him and it's like ah yeah it's like and they're like these little like paper figurine people <laughs> with like star heads and yeah. it's just like it's so cool. I love that, that part. The action in the in the movie is actually really good when they're yeah. flying like the hovering plane things and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna make you invisible for like five minutes so you can get away so that like the other fighters will follow me. Like that shit's so cool. Yeah. Like the action in the movie is just so good. Um and, yeah, that's a good part too. I love that part. I just I think the way that they depicted magic in it is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I love the elements of the magic. The mm-hmm. fact that like Calcifer like powers the house, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's just some cool like, uh, um. Oh my gosh, what like this universe's use of magic is really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's just overall a good show. And it's funny because you like ship Hal and Sophie, but they don't start developing a relationship until like after his hair turns dark. And he, like, tells her, he's like, I have something to fight for now, and it's you. And it's like, well, damn. Now I'm really shipping y'all. Well, it's so funny because you don't think that he, like, knows who she is mm-hmm. or anything. Because he kind of just kind of plays the gambit a little bit. Like, he does, but he also was just so willing. Like, oh, there's an old lady in my house. Yeah. You can clean it. That's yeah, fine. and I think it's because he, he knows knew who, who it she was. is. Yeah. He was just like, I'm your new cleaning lady. And he's like, who the well, fuck hired you? I, like, think th- I feel like the reason why is because he can he can see her. Yeah. Like, beyond the curse. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, fuck. Well, she, and he, she came back. And I just have to let her because... This is... I'm just going along with it this She point. told me to find her, and I'm just playing along. She's got plans. Well, and I think that's... He learns to trust, like, trust, yeah. like, her, trust something other than, like, his magic, and I also love, <laughs> sorry, whoa, big, huge shift. I love when, um, she's, like, cleaning the house, and she, like, removes all of the ashes from the hearth, and Billy Crystal Calcifer's like, Sophie, I'm dying! I know, and I'm he's, falling. Like, he, he's, like, <laughs> holding onto this little nubbin of a branch, and Hal's heart has moved, like, into his butt area, <laughs> and he just looks like this, like, thick little badonkadonk, like, flame, and he's like, I'm falling, Sophie! And he, like, falls into this little mug. And it goes, poof! And I love that Sophie's just like, you're fucking fine, like, oh my god, just let like, get the ashes out, and I'll give you some firewood, like, chill your roll, you're like, dramatic why is little everyone bitch. in this house so dramatic? It's so <laughs> true, though, oh my god, like, like, Hal's always just, like, brooding, running a bath at all hours of the morning, <laughs> crying about his hair, oh my god. Oh, I just spilled my wine on my rug. <laughs> Hold on, pause. Love it. Love House Moving Castle. Yeah, very good. A plus movie. A plus movie. A plus plus cartoon. <sighs> um, what are you what are you watching this week? Um, Fruits Basket. On brand. Wow. So good. <laughs> I um I actually finally like really started um 
Demon Slayer. And here's my thing is like Listen. normally, normally I I prefer like sub over dub, but just the way that my life is, it's just easier to watch a sub or a dub because because so, you have to do other because I have to do other things it. while I'm watching. Like if I'm in a if I'm in a place where I can just sit down and watch it, I prefer to watch a sub. sub. Um, but yeah, so I finally started that. So good. Yeah. So good. What else are you? Um, I think that's about it. I'm almost done with my Riverdale rewatch. <laughs> that's more like, I always have to have a show that I'm watching and then I have to show that is on in the background while I like do my homework. Yeah. And that's I'm Riverdale. incapable of sitting in silence. I can't sit in silence. Yep. I have to have a show, a movie or music going yep. and it's usually like a TV show with like multiple seasons. So it literally can just roll. Yeah. Just like uninterrupted. And so that's been Riverdale for I a while. I have to work in silence. I can't. I get so distracted. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I can't do silence because then I just like, <laughs> I just look around and I'm like, why is it so fucking quiet? What, what was that? What, what was that? Is there, is there a burglar in my house? Like I just, I can't do it. Um, as you know, I started Ginny and Georgia. Yeah. After much speculation and much doubt because Gilmore Girls is my favorite show of all time. Yeah. And I mean, you got the GG right there. Yeah. And I love it. Love every second of it. I'm going to force you to watch it. If I have to tie you down. Ah. Just kidding. Kinky. (laughs) Don't let Austin hear that. Well, thanks for listening. Another one bites a dust. Another one bites a dust. This is the first time we've recorded two episodes in one week. Yeah. I feel very good about it. I had to slam my fucking homework down and just completely just annihilate that shit. Yeah. And I hated every second of it. Anyway, enjoy enjoy your evenings or your days or your afternoons. Or your drive to work. Or your, or your drive bath. home from work. Well done. You know, we are very optimistic. Or enjoy your sandwich or your lasagna or your alcoholic beverage. Don't talk about food right now. I'm very hungry. Yeah, you were all like, I'm bringing grub and then you didn't bring anything. Was I supposed to? You said you were. Or sure.